0: I'm your host Georgia Dostal and this is the Balance Ballerinas podcast. This is the podcast where we chat mindset, self-development, the power of movement, nutrition, small business, goal setting and of course the power of ballet and most importantly finding balance within this beautiful art form that we all love so very much. Most episodes contain a behind the scenes into my life running two businesses, GC Dance for school age students and Balance Ballerinas for adult ballet students, but all under one roof. And I've also interviewed some pretty amazing guests on here. So if you're new, head back, listen to some guests that have been on the pod. It's my hope that these conversations really help you strive for that balance between grit and grace that the magic of a regular ballet practice can bring to our daily lives. And every fortnight, this podcast is brought to you by the BB Academy, my in-person and adult ballet classes and online courses. All links to my online courses can be found in the show notes below or head to balanceballerinas.com for further information about joining our wonderful community because it really doesn't matter where in the world you are, you can still be a balance ballerina. Now, let's get stuck straight into our very, very important topic for today practical advice for navigating your period as a dancer the key word there is practical okay Um, because i've had some conversations in the past um, that have been more of an exploration of the topic um, and this today is really practical so to just give some context back in early 2020 i recorded an episode of the pod with the incredible Ali Maz. It was a while ago so let me refresh your memory on who Ali is with a background in competitive dance and a story really similar to my own when she left the dance scene in her late teenage years. Ali built a really beautiful community called Girlvana Yoga that impacts tweens, teens and really just women all around the world and at the time of recording our episode Ali was actually writing her book titled simply Girlvana, which is now very much in the world today. Um, I can't recommend this book highly enough. If you have a tween or teen female in your life, or just in general, um, you should have this book in your cupboard. Like does everyone have like a gift cupboard? I copied, I always thought it was so weird that my mum had a gift drawer for like just in case gifts. In fact, it was more of a cupboard. I have this big, um, massive storage container that I put like, you know, gifts in just in case I need to grab something or I've forgotten someone a gift. This book should be in that gift drawer or cupboard or Tupperware box, yes? So can't recommend it enough. Every young female should own this book. I wish that I had this book when I was a tween or teen, but anyway... I um, highly recommend, not sponsored at all. Ali's just a beautiful human and her book is incredible. So Girlvana, go get it and give it to all the young females you know. Ali and I, during this episode, spoke about our own experiences about dealing with periods as young women. And it really became quite a powerful conversation. It really affected me. It was about reclaiming our womanhood and feeling confident and empowered and unashamed about our periods and it's a conversation that continues to this day to be listened by parents and their young daughters in the car and it's one of my most listened to episodes I still get messages from parents saying thank you so much for that episode Um, it was sort of an awkward conversation I didn't know how to navigate it but I played your episode in the car and it really bridged that gap so it was a goodie but then in 2021 with the help of some friends in the medical industry, I then created a follow-up episode with tips for taking class in line with your menstrual cycle, which really explained why some weeks we feel full of energy and others not so much, and how we can sort of use that to our advantage with our ballet training. So today I thought we should revisit the topic and I have promised to do so for a while. And the reason we should revisit it is really as a reminder to be positive, about our periods and I'm going to offer some really practical suggestions which I didn't necessarily do in the other episodes. Um, It's been years since those other episodes so it actually has also given me time and space to watch what my students do like my teenagers when dealing with their periods. Also trial out a few different products myself. Um, At the time of those early episodes being recorded I was pretty much... um, would, you know, would only use one type of um, uh, tampons to deal with my period. But this actually made me venture outside the box and trial some other things. So I've got lots of information now up my sleeve to be able to offer some really practical advice. But before you listen, um, if you didn't listen to the conversation with Ali Maz, I highly recommend going back to episode number 36 either before you listen to this one or after. It was just a really eye-opening conversation. And um, yeah, it was a good one. Dancers, you know, we're really known for discipline, dedication, and hard work. But what about when it comes to dealing with periods? You know, like all females undergo menstruation. And for dancers, it can be challenging to manage at times from managing heavy cramps to keeping your performances or classes on track, it can just really throw a spanner in the works. So today we're discussing, like I said, some really practical tips and tricks for dancers to help manage periods and this time of the month. So let's get into it. I'm gonna start with um, five practical, uh, five tips. Yeah, so tip number one, Keep track of your cycle. Really simple, but we always forget to do it. Yes, so it's really essential, especially if you're in the leotard and tights game, to maintain track of your menstrual cycles so that you can prepare for any upcoming periods. You can use a calendar, you could use a journal, or you can use what I recommend, um, a period tracking app to help you stay organized. I personally use Flow, it's F-L-O, Not the w just flo which has a free and a paid version i believe i have the paid version it's not too much i think you pay a one-off every year for it to use and the best thing about it too is that especially if your period is regular it's a lot easier to keep track and the best thing is because it actually stores all your data if you go for a doctor's appointment and they ask you questions about your cycle all the information is there and you can actually download it and give it to your doctor, which is, in my opinion, awesome, yeah? So there's so many positives to staying organized and keeping on track using a period tracking app. Um, But if you do, um, you'll know when to anticipate your period each month and you can make the necessary arrangements for those days. Tip number two, I want you to pack your dance bag with all the essentials, yeah? Everyone should have a small dance bag that they bring to class and when planning for classes or performances, you know, don't just pack your ballet shoes and fancy body conditioning tools and your point shoes. I want you to make sure you pack your dance bag with all your essential period products, including pads, tampons, menstrual cups, and even some painkillers. We're going to get into the details of all those bits and pieces in a second, but I also want you to pack a spare pair of tights and if possible, and your budget allows a spare leotard and any extra sanitary products, you know, just in case you need them, you can, you know, peace of mind is priceless. And I also recommend packing a couple of plastic Ziploc bags, Because if your studio doesn't have bins in every bathroom, which in my opinion is completely negligent, but if they don't, you then have something that you can put your sanitary products into. Yeah. Now, hot tip. If you are a parent of a young female dancer, I want you to pack them a little toiletry bag with the essentials and pop it in their dance bag. Pop some spare knickers, um, some pads, some wipes, some fresh tights. And explain what's in there to them. That's really important. Don't just pop it in their bag. Explain what's in there. Um, I remember my mum did this for me. You have no idea how many students get their period for the first time at ballet. And they're usually not prepared at all. Um, My mum is amazing at dealing with this. Um, but you know a a student sometimes can come to her or I really embarrassed yes and so maybe it will just give them some peace of mind especially when their friends start talking about you know getting their period or whatever and they're like oh my gosh you know it could come at any moment and at least if the parent has discussed it with them and prepared them again peace of mind is priceless so it can sort of probably really get rid of some anxiety there now tip number three Keep hydrating. So drinking water during dance classes or performances is absolutely essential in general. But during periods, it's even more important to maintain hydration. Drinking lots of water really helps alleviate cramps and discomfort, which can be life-changing for dancers. Um, I want you to also avoid, so for adults, alcohol (laughs) and caffeine, as these can really irritate your bladder. I'll tell you a funny story one of my students was telling me the other day that when her balance was like really on point like she was just on fire with her balance she believed that her water levels in her body were at optimum you know peak performance so she wouldn't drink any water during class in case it disrupted (laughs) her balance which I thought was so funny this particular student's about 16 and we had a good chat about it and I explained why yes um, drinking water would not affect her balance at all and we had a good laugh and a good chat about it so it's really funny sometimes you just have no idea what's going through people's brains Um, But that was why she didn't drink during class (laughs) any water, um, which was hilarious. But um, yes, keep hydrated. Now, tip number four. Warm up and move slowly without guilt. That last part is crucial without guilt. It's really common for dancers to face cramps when on their periods. However, moving slowly while warming up can actually help decrease the pain and reduce the risk of any injuries. So I want you to start really gradually and let your body adjust to the routine and the movement. You know, it's also important to be kind to yourself during class and just take it a little easier because a lot of people think if they get their period, they just shouldn't go to class full stop. But it's actually been proven that gentle physical activity is actually really fabulous for the body during this time. However, it is important to be exactly that gentle, you know, with yourself. If you're worried about your teacher thinking that you're slacking off or, you know, along those lines, never hesitate to just tell them on your way into class, you know, that you'll be going gentle today, yeah? You don't even need to say, oh, I'm on my period, like, I'm going gentle today. All you need to do is just say, one of those days, I'm just going to go gentle today. As a teacher, I'm thrilled you've even showed up to class, (laughs) yes? And you've carved out this me time. I mean, a poor teacher would, only a poor teacher would argue, yes, with someone and go, well, no, you won't be, you'll be trying your best, yes? If someone has had the courage to say, I'm going gentle today, I think it's really important as teachers to respect that. A bit different if they come in every class, (laughs) yes, and say, I'm going gentle today. It's like, oh, okay. But, you know, once a month or twice a month or every now and then, nothing wrong with that. Now, tip number five, rest when needed. It can be challenging for dancers to take time off from training and performing even when experiencing period pains. However, not resting can lead to increased discomfort and increased risk of injury so it's really essential to listen to your body and understand when it's time to rest so if you're a tween or teen you can ask to simply observe class if it's really that bad and you're not feeling up to gentle movement i often find students learn a great deal from watching Um, Sometimes people don't believe me with this, but I will often, if I have a student that's watching class, now adults are different, you know, most adult classes are casual, you know, I don't allow my, stu- my, ca- my adult students to come in and sit and watch class because that's kind of awkward for the other adults, but kids don't mind at all um, and they're paying for a term fee, so they really should get the value out of each class each week and i let them sit in and watch each other and i often tell them to bring a notebook and pen and take notes and i will sometimes say to them hey see that like this is what we're trying to achieve notice how everyone doesn't do this or notice how everyone does this and you can see little light bulb moments over their head go oh yeah and then they come into their next class with that additional information that additional sort of perspective and i really see them improve so observing class is not a waste of time can actually be quite valuable now let's get into the details yes so they're my five tips let's get into the details of tampons pads moon cups period underwear tights and leotards so when it comes to dealing with periods as a dancer there are many options to choose from depending on your personal preference So I'm going to deliver some choices to consider and share my own experiences um, with these options. So I'm also going to describe each choice in great detail in case a young tween or teen is listening and has never actually seen or used the product before. Um, So some of my descriptions might seem very obvious to you, but, you know, you never know who's listening. There might be some little ears that need to sort of visualize what we're talking about. So I personally wish... That there was this kind of information out there when I was a young dancer um, so let's begin now pads pads are the most common period product available and they work by sticking onto your underwear they come in different sizes and absorbencies and so you can choose the one that suits your flow so how much blood you have now pads are an excellent option for beginners and those who prefer not to use a product that is inserted into the body like a tampon. However, we need to have a chat. (laughs) Even though it's often recommended that tweens and teens begin with a pad, it can be incredibly worrisome as they move around under leotards and tights. And you would most definitely need to wear some kind of shorts over the top as the wings will stick out, And it can just be a little bit awkward and uncomfortable. And you can sort of, when a pad is in and you've got leotard and tights on, you sort of feel like everyone can see it. Yeah, Um, the bulkiness of it. And often really thin pads are not suitable. So personally, I actually skipped pads when I was a young dancer and went straight to tampons and i think a lot of parents are scared that their children can't handle this but i think you'd be surprised what i want people to think about because sometimes ballet gets a really bad rap for dealing with periods and not having options for students and young young women but you know what doesn't get a bad rap swimming yeah swimming is so popular now young tweens and teens couldn't possibly wear a pad swimming because it will literally fill up with water. (laughs) Yes. And so they are encouraged. And I have asked swim trainers and I have asked people who swim as like a young child, they are encouraged from day dot to start using tampons because it's super discreet. It doesn't, you know, it's not going to fall out. It's not going to float. It's not going to, well, you'd hope not. You would probably insert it wrong if that happened, but it's not going to absorb the water as you're swimming yes and so it's really annoying sometimes how ballet and any articles about ballet dances and periods and period products get sort of slammed for not having options um when really the same problem actually occurs in many sports for young women and I'll just yeah use the swimming one as an example so yes um that is my opinion to just skip the pads if you've got a young dancer. I know it can be difficult, um, but I think your children can actually actually handle more than you think. So with that, let's move on to tampons. So they are another popular option for those who prefer an internal product. They are, so for those little ears that are not sure what that is, so a tampon is inserted into the vagina to absorb menstrual blood. And they come in different sizes and absorbencies. And once it's up there, you really can't feel it at all. If you can feel it, it's sort of positioned incorrectly. And so you could just take it out and put it back in again and, and you know, um, just tweak <laughs> the placement. But you shouldn't feel it at all. And like I said, Tampons are an excellent choice for dancers who want to avoid any chance of a pad shifting or bunching up or becoming uncomfortable. And when you compare the two for yourself under a set of leotards, um, a set of leotard and tights, it's honestly incomparable. The tampon wins every time. So I highly recommend just make sure you purchase an organic option. Um, I use Tom Organic or Cotton organic um, and just keep track of making sure you remove it after the um, recommended time and always have fresh ones available etc etc now let's move into some other creative options um, something else that is inserted a menstrual cup so menstrual cups like tampons are inserted into the vagina but are made of medical grade silicone or rubber now they are reusable They're eco-friendly and can last for years with proper care. They are a really good option for dancers who want a long-lasting and environmentally friendly period product. However, from experience, they could be a really tricky option for young dancers or students in general who don't have access to a wash basin where the toilet is located. So to further this description if you are using a menstrual cup, you know, it's reusable. So when it is full or you go to the bathroom, you have to tip it out and, you know, give it a rinse off and a clean before putting it back up. So this can be really difficult if your bathroom has basins located outside the room where the toilet is. Does that make sense? So for example, at my studio, it would, you know, be okay because the the sinks are in the room where the toilet is yep they're all separate cubicles um but I don't know no matter how many times I sterilized my moon cup I just didn't feel like it was clean enough and it can be a lot trickier in public like I just said than a tampon and it can also be really tricky to insert and remove um so I'm going to flag this option as an advanced student option (laughs) an advanced student of having their period yes (laughs) definitely not something that I would consider for our young dancers um and yeah it's just a tricky one but I would just I just thought I'd throw it out there for our environmentally conscious people yes as we all should be but yes it can be a bit of a tricky one um now period underwear so period underwear fabulous invention is it's relatively new Um, it's pretty popular nowadays and um, they're becoming yeah super popular so the fact that you can actually just buy them at a chemist yeah so really accessible they look like regular underwear but they have an additional layer of absorbent fabric that can hold um, a moderate flow yes so that's really key if you have a very heavy flow it might not necessarily be a fabulous product for you however It can be a good addition, yes? So if you're using a pad or a tampon, popping period underwear over the top of it can give you some extra confidence, yeah? Now, personally, I think they're a really good option for light days or as a backup, like I just said, for other products, so brands such as Body and Tom Organic actually have some really wonderful options. I especially love the Tom Organic bikini line period underwear as it could actually easily go under a leotard. I've tried without showing. And Moddy Body have a complete teen range, which is fabulous. So lots of colours and cuts to help them feel comfortable. And the lots of colours really helps with, you know, studio leotards being all different colours. So say you have a purple leotard, I was looking earlier online. You can buy a purple pair of the teen range. And it's just less likely to stick out and make your child more confident. Yeah. So, period underwear is really great. I recommend just like going online. Money is not wasted in this department. Buy a whole bunch of different um, sort of shapes and sizes. They'll be worn, yes, maybe not necessarily uh, with the leotard and tights, but you know, just in general under a dress or something. Um, and just play with the cuts and colors in regards to what your child's uniform is. Now, let's move on to just a general discussion about tights and leotards. So it's a tricky one. If you're an adult ballet student, it's relatively easy because you don't have to show up in class in a leotard and tights. You're almost always welcome to attend in any active wear that's comfortable. However, keep listening because you could be an adult ballet student who has to wear a leotard into their ballet exam. And that ballet exam could fall on the week of your period. And you can't tell the ballet examiner, I wish you could, but it's just not the way the ballet world works at the moment. You can't say to them, I'm sorry, I've got to wear all my warm up gear because um, it's it's that time of the month. It just doesn't work like that. So I truly believe that all studios should make their uniform policy around periods very, very clear. We often have discussions with our tweens and teens as a group. However, very recently, I thought we could do more. And the answer was really simple. Really simple. Okay, you ready? I've created some signs to go on the back of the bathroom doors so tweens and teens aren't embarrassed to ask. Yeah. So this notice should include that there are pads and tampons, for example, at reception in case of emergencies so that they aren't embarrassed or you know to ask their friends or whatnot to know that that reception they could you know sort themselves out and that we're there for them and then at our studio students are more than welcome to wear bike shorts over their leotards along with say a little black skirt so that they don't feel like they're sticking out like a sore thumb um even though they should never be embarrassed you know try telling that to a teenager so that's part of our policy that's written on this um, Note on the door of the back of the bathrooms. And I also recommend, um, just personally, in regards to tights, wearing two layers of tights to help secure pads and tampons and prevent leaks and offer support. So, when choosing tights, opt for the thicker kind. Um, And I don't know, like I've tried it before, it just feels a lot more secure and nicer to have two pairs of tights. I don't know what it is, maybe it's psychological, but chucking on two layers just sort of holds everything in, whether that's a pad, if that's the option you're going with, or um, you've got some period underwear on, it sort of just holds everything in. So that's a nice option to, to try. So what's tricky about this discussion is that it's all well and good to provide, you know, bins in bathrooms, emergency products, the option of wearing shorts, But what if it's concert time and students have to wear a white costume or it's ballet exam time and examiners are not going to have a bar of shorts over tights? This is where it's important to explore options because, you know, before you come face to face with these challenges, so tampons, period underwear, pads, you know, pads are definitely not your friends in this situation. Um, But when choosing period products for dance, Comfort, breathability, and absorbency absorbency. (laughs) should be the primary concern. So my biggest recommendation is to try out different products to see what works best for you. And if you're the parent of a young tween or teen, to provide them with various products to explore themselves. You know, don't make them ask for it. Just give them a whole bunch of things to try and they'll work out what, what best suits them. And also, don't be afraid to mix and match products depending on the day and the activity, you know, as noted above. So, above all, I want my students to remember that periods are part of life and it's really essential to not only just embrace them, but to take care of ourselves during that time. And I want my students, tween, teen, and adult, to feel confident, empowered, and most importantly, like I said, unashamed. Yes, about their periods. It's just part of being a dancer and as a human. But as a dancer, it can be, I know, really challenging, but it shouldn't stop you from enjoying your art and improving your skills. And if you consider following these tips... You know, for a more comfortable period. I would love to know, so please let me know if this episode was useful. I've been meaning to do it for a while. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I gave you an informed, an educated uh, response, and was able to give you some really practical advice. I want you to remember that every ballerina is different, and what works for one might not work for another. So listen to your body. Do what you feel is best for you. Um, But I really do hope my recommendations have helped. We're done. I hope you have a beautiful week filled with peace and plies. I think that's all I wanted to say about this topic. If you have any questions um, or you have any feedback, I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at The Balance Ballerina on Instagram and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.